0: The opinions expressed in this program reflect only those of the participants and are not necessarily those of the sponsors, management, or staff of WTBQ Radio or FST Broadcasting Corporation.
1: Good morning, everybody. This is Stephen Keeter. And with The Free Speech Show, here as always with me in the studio is Jay Westervelt. Jay, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. And we're going to be... it's actually... uh, Somewhat interesting uh, week uh, yeah. as a, as a project manager oh. for Pulpit uh, Rock. In it's my job to monitor anything that ca- has to sort of like has to do with the project. And this week we have uh, certainly a couple of things. We have uh, we have a winner. In fact, we actually have two. <laughs> <laughs> we have. Oh boy! All right. Uh, so uh, first uh, things first, we got uh, the our. Uh, fellow, Warwickian, uh, one named uh, Greg uh, Galuccio. I'm not sure how to pronounce this gentleman's name. I I don't know. Uh, I, the the it rhymes no idea similarly these. enough. Uh, it's obviously Italian uh, descent, similarly enough with Pinocchio. So yeah, yeah, we will sure. call him Galuccio. <laughs> so, I don't. I don't know the man's name. So anyway, uh, Mr. Galuccio announces his candidacy for the. Uh, Warwick town board and it seems like the great motivation of uh, him to do so is the and I read first sentence of oh, his yeah. statement it says in Warwick New York the town board membership has been completely republican for the past 20 years this just is not acceptable in 2021 i don't see a problem with that Uh, do you does that should be the main uh, reason anyone should run and uh...
2: well you know like my uh, cousin gene who was my guest on the show a while ago gene Wright, publisher of the dispatch said I'm a populist if that's what the people vote that's what they vote I'm apolitical I have to be professionally and personally I really am too as you know Stephen. but if the people vote 100% communist hey, that's the people's will. That's how the country works. So if it's all Republican votes, great. If it's all Republican seats, fine. If it's all Democrat, fine. I don't care. You know, And and that's exactly why
1: it should never be uh, sort of like a reason to run just because you oppose something or you you don't belong in a particular camp.
2: And that's a problem to me, you know, because that's the that's the real genesis of partisan politics. When you say, well, I I simply don't like their party as opposed to looking at their platform. And that's unfortunately with so many things in America right now. This is the problem. You know, oh, that guy's a Yankees fan. I don't like him because I'm a Sox fan. You know, I'm going to kick his ass in the parking lot. That's not how life works.
1: No. Man, you, 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 uh, funny that you mentioned two things. That uh, you, you mentioned uh, communists, uh, <laughs> you know, and uh, oops, a, and a platform. So, uh, reading through the platform, Mister Galicchio presents. I'm actually uh, having a déjà vu. I, as you know, I grew up in a socialist state, and I can and I see a socialist when I uh, I can tell when I see one. So. Uh, since Mr. G- uh, Galukia also makes Pal one of the points of his platform, and that way it gets interesting.
2: And Stephen, let me just interrupt you here. <clears throat> Your show is free speech. Correct. It's, an, it's not a political show. It's just about free speech, whatever that may be, as long as it's not something absurd like that gross dude who is always calling in and just shrieking uh, you know, at the top of his lungs, falsehoods. But here's here's the real buy-in to talking about this cat on his platform is your project. You, a private individual, mm-hmm. you know, doing what you do for a living and trying to do a really beautiful job, and he's making this part of his platform.
1: Which is fine. I think uh, this is. uh, I've seen that before. Uh, He uses it as a political currency. He obviously tries to pick up uh, the votes of uh, the uh, people opposing the project. There's uh, obviously the number is dwindling down. I don't think it's worth on his end. But even if so, you would think and you would expect somebody to do their homework. So there's only a couple of sentences. I'm not going to bore listeners too much with it, but here's how he's describing it. So wait, just so listeners know, this
2: is a candidate for town board for the town of Warwick, which is the greater town in which there are three uh, villages and uh, two hamlets, or three hamlets, actually.
1: Okay. So, so he, he puts Palpit Rock as one of his uh, focal point of his platform, and he says uh, about me, a local developer uh, bought a 10-acre plot in water containing natural landmark, historic site known as Palpit Rock, and he wants to build a 128-room hotel.
2: Whoa, when, when did you go for the
1: expansions? So? <laughs> I didn't, and, 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 this is, and this is what uh, I would like to make a point. Even if somebody would like to use this as a political currency, do yourself a favor. Uh, do your homework. It, 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 is, it is all uh, in public uh, public knowledge. It's all publicly accessible information. How, many, app- how many rooms in the hotel? Still? 110.
2: Has that has that changed in the last year?
1: No. And I and I would like uh, people to understand why that number is uh, 110 and not 128, 154, and 100 whatever 37. Uh, according to municipal code, according to the zoning uh, regulations. This is, uh, and it's zoned for that particular use. Yes, it is. You get 50 rooms for first five acres and 15 for each additional one. So this is, uh, since we are shy of 10-acre lot, uh, this is uh, 15 times 4, which is 60 plus 50. Here's your 110-room hotel. It also happened to be that magic number that um, uh, hotels uh, strive at outside urban areas to maintain profitability.
2: Okay. And obviously, as part of your team, I know this but what's interesting to me is that an individual who's running for public office um, really somebody who has to show some record of fiscal responsibility because he's gonna be playing with our tax
1: uh, dollars. I'm sorry not playing with. this is certainly not the guy that I would like to to, you know have uh, to be in charge of disbursement of uh, tax dollars that we'll pay oh
2: come on 110 128 (laughs) who cares it's it's the people's money you know it's taxes so so, so that's weird
1: that's just very telling and this is also you know uh, one of those uh, habits that the these people have always to embellish just like the other feller uh, morally uh, suggested that uh, you know got the, the uh, site with two rottweilers that I never had this is well 110 128 you know who really uh, cares absolutely so but with this this is he continues further and he says as a matter as a member of the town board my question will be what's the best way to preserve this natural landmark well I do have an answer because he apparently is still searching for one uh mr Galuccio, maybe you should have bought the property instead of buying a house i understand he's a very recent influx to warwick he only moved here about uh, four years and uh, the first thing he did he should have probably because the project has been going for about three this is four years ago that property still was still available for sale and it was available for sale since 1990s so that is the best way to preserve it. This is why I think this is very socialistic. This is uh, something I've seen back in an old country. This is certainly approach that uh, socialists would take. This is not the to preserve to begin with. Sure. And it doesn't belong to you. It's a private property, and we're doing everything according to laws and regulations in place, going and putting an application, going through the secret process. So what is the best way? And besides, uh, Jay, I thought we were in charge of preservation of this particular landmark
2: yeah I, I thought we were doing a pretty good job and i i think in the uh, name of free speech uh, m- mr uh galuccio and i apologize if i'm botching the pronunciation um and i do speak a smattering of italian so i i should get it right i just haven't really seen your name in print actually i've never heard of you before but i guess he's only been living here five or six years and you know did he buy a house or did he build one and when he did build it did he ensure that there were no natural landmarks there he built a house okay and so did he make sure there were no artifacts on the site because there's not a lot here in this town that hasn't artifacts because of the incredible population density of our native americans but getting away from that for a minute mr glucia Galuccio, um if you're listening just give a call you know we're we're not morons we're not going to be rude to you on the radio, you might be a great guy. I might support uh, most of your platform actually, who knows? The number here, 845-651-1110. We'd love to hear from you. I especially would like to, because I'd like you to help me to understand where I'm falling short in preserving this rock. Uh, This has been my job to come up with ways to make it publicly accessible, to improve uh, the habitat suitability there for many at-risk species to do an overall ecological improvement of the site, if I've fallen short, please um, elucidate me as to where that uh, that gap has occurred. And I'm not saying that sarcastically. I'd really like to know.
1: I don't think uh, this is as pressing or important to Mr. Golooko as, uh, like I said, it's just a, sort of like a, a political currency. It's a change in his pocket. And I can uh, probably... Uh, talk to a degree about because we went the project has been uh, on public display for as long as Mr. Galukio uh, has been living here and uh, not anywhere in the public sessions whether uh, whether it was public had a chance to speak uh, rhyme on, on or suggest anything I don't remember this name coming up I don't remember him speak on a subject I don't remember Him seeing, uh, uh, opposing anything or writing anything on behalf of preserving. It's only now that it's becoming uh, very convenient. Well, it's it's
2: a lot like The Rock itself, Stephen. I grew up here, you know, I'm a native here, and uh, went through, you know, elementary school here, high school here. The Rock, I'd never heard of until just recently. I mean, I'd visited there and I'd I'd known it by a few names as a little boy, but it wasn't anything anybody talked about. It wasn't considered any natural wonder or landmark. And I think uh, after a quick word from uh, the people who make it possible, we should talk more about that. (laughs)
3: Sam's Meat Warehouse is a butcher with old-time family values. Remember back in the day when people knew their butcher by name and visiting them was a social experience? They would talk to customers about how to cook a piece of meat to perfection. Sam's combines old-world methods with modern techniques. Call your favorite butcher, Sam's, at 845-651-MEAT or visit the store right off 17A in Florida, New York for the highest quality products at unbeatable prices. Hi, this is Orange County Executive Steve Newhouse. Join me and my guests every Monday on the Roundtable at 9 a.m. A.m. 1110, 93.5 FM, WTBQ. I'm going to make this place your home. This is Christine Koenig, Grace Warren, Marcia Talbot of Howard Hanna Rand Realty and the hosts of The Real Real Estate Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. It's radio worth listening to.
1: And we're back with the free speech show right here in the studio is Jay Westerveld and Stephen Keeter. and we're talking about upcoming elections and people that uh, once again w- get uh, involved in politics. And uh, those politics, uh, strangely enough, surround the project that we are responsible for. And uh, <clears throat> one of the fellow war weekends, the fellow one, Greg Galuccio, uh, is announced his candidacy, in which he uh, describes his platform. So.
2: Yeah, and he's, like you say, he's a very recent um, immigrant to the area from uh, Glen Cove, Long Island, I I noticed. And, you know, one thing I have to say as somebody who's, uh, you know, born and raised here, family goes way back here. I love it when people come from Long Island or the city or New Jersey or wherever and, you know, tell me how my town should be run it, it's a great feeling well, they you already know, because we're figure, peasants they we're. all
1: figured out uh, i think we discussed that when uh, his uh, fellow it, it seems like uh, i told you i had a f- uh, feeling of deja vu just going through the pages of his platform it seems like it's written by cory Bachman. it's the same uh, oh, demagogue approach it's the same uh, you know uh, rhetoric uh, and frankly it seems like the running just for the sake of uh, you know diluting or representing the the town board with a different kind of uh, views approaches and uh, political uh, flags. There, there seems to be that same handler
2: behind him uh them both actually ms stage who yep. seems to be kind of a neophyte she sort of appears to cherry pick people who are very very recent transplants to the town so they're typically rather ignorant to the realities of warwick and she reala- and perhaps ignorant to the realities of uh her her motivations And she seems to put them into these positions. And it it was amazing to see uh, in the village, you know, Coria Feldman or uh, Bachman, um, you know, elected a guy who was only here for two years. But that's how This is
1: why I think they're trying to follow up this uh, success recipe. You pick up uh, somebody, you know, do a little bit of grooming, do a little bit of uh, writing uh, on on the behalf of the candidate and put him up front and uh, hope for the best. Now, uh, we all know that uh, election is over. Uh, Corey Buckman has been uh, part of the village board for, what, about six months now? I don't, I don't know. Uh, I've been carefully <clears throat> sort of watching and following and uh, watching the sessions. And let me tell you, it's just like I said beforehand, so I can say it right now on, ad, on, on the radio, nothing, nothing that was promised was delivered. The guy sits there like just like a dead fish, stuffed shirt. Yeah, you shirt. know, he's uh, a stuffed uh, shirt for y- sure. Y- yeah. You know, and we as a village residents, we... Uh, once again we missed on a chance to have somebody in an office who would uh, was there for one reason only try to bring something better and make a change so well you know what the people
2: got what they deserved i mean that you know it, it is a village that sadly is you know thanks to the beard um kind of overrun by people who just (sighs) <sighs> sort of want to s- scream about whatever the uh, cause of the moment is without a lot of substance. And, 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 so, and that is why thought. I'm
1: going to ask the same. Uh, uh, once again, here's a short reminder that our phone lines are open today. Uh, please uh, give us a call if you agree or disagree uh, with our point of view. And uh, here's my question. We like trivia on a free speech show. And I'm going to ask the same question I asked the uh, people during uh, the election campaign. Please named as a village resident, and I'm addressing <coughs> to village residents. Please name one thing that current uh, administration has been in for 20 years uh, can take a credit for, or we as a community can be proud of. And uh, it's, usu- it's usually a cricket moment, but uh, maybe somebody can come up with something. Uh, I would like to note it that PDR can <laughs> cannot be counted, <laughs> <laughs> and neither is the playground. Uh, uh, that, since that was uh, volunteer work mostly so with, with that said well, and that's
2: a mixed bag anyway but that's fodder for another whole show
1: yeah but if somebody can come up with any kind of uh, you know like once again something we can be proud of as a community and those people can take as a credit please please do so please call the studio the number is six five one eleven ten, and uh, i really uh, grateful that Village is a part of a town that has uh, things more uh, done more progressively and uh, in, under control, so to speak. And uh, we as residents, we want to read your uh, fiscal reports. We want to see the transparency. We want to see how you spend our money. We don't want to see flowery poems, uh, you know, about <laughs> the weather and uh, leaf uh, raking and whatnot. We would like to see our tax dollars in work. So, and I think town does beautiful job. Yet, Mr. Galuccio seems to have, uh, you know, thrown stone, and the uh, uh, accused of a town board uh, coming up short with many things.
2: Yeah, you know, I, I did take a look at his website, and I noticed he's, he he uh, really tears into the town supervisor, Michael Sweeten, um, whom I, you know I just personally, apolitically, I think does a pretty efficient job with the town, and uh, I, I don't understand how this gentleman who just moved here pretty recently from Long Island is in a position to start criticizing supervisor sweet and maybe that's something into which mr galluccio should have looked before he decided to come here and excavate some of our land to put his home um but uh, you know uh supervisor sweeten i think works with a, a really tenuous balance of many many things here especially politics and mr galluccio seems to tear into the warwick police department <clears throat> I don't have a, an opinion either way on most police departments, but I will say that this department typically seems to operate with uh, give or take, you know, um, well, certainly 50 police officers, maybe five fewer, five more at any, any given time. And Mr. Galuccio seems to take issue with the fact that there is not a lot of racial diversity. And uh, you know, if there isn't racial diversity, that bothers me as well. We need more racial diversity across the board. However, Mr. Sweeten doesn't make that determination. This is New York State, where those things are determined by the uh, by a totally different system for for uh, public officers and uh, for police officers, of course, civil service exams and then civil service placement afterward. The county makes the determination as to which officers can be sent to uh, for review by Warwick, not Mr. Sweeten. So it's it's odd that this guy's kind of tearing into our supervisor, who's been supervisor for far longer. Than this guy uh, has been living here. In fact, he's been a Warwick resident for far longer than this guy's been alive. And I just I don't get it. I mean, it seems to me like he's just playing political cards, pandering to a,
1: a that's exactly what a, it is. a
2: handful of people, you know, based on nothing. And Mr. Galluccio, Galuccia, however it's pronounced, and I apologize, one of those two ways I mispronounced it. Please call us. We're here to speak civilly. 845 651 Radio worth listening to, WTBQ. We'd love to hear from a new candidate.
1: Absolutely. And uh, well, it doesn't seem like he uh, dives too deep into details. So 110, 128, uh, he doesn't really, uh, you know, procedure it is not his strong side. But sure anyway, good luck. And uh, we hope uh, to hear from him. Um, uh, certainly, there's going to be more statements from the candidate in the upcoming time. We also, the other uh, reason we bring in Pulpit Rock back uh, to sort of like a subject is the letter that appeared uh, on social media that has been written by somebody we are very uh, familiar with. I don't want to say intimately, but we know that person very, very well. Uh, And that letter uh, is essentially, uh, Jay, that's calling on uh, all the the mitigating measures, all the environmental improvements that you suggested as a part of Viro Verde project, uh, essentially, Ms. Lambert, uh, who is the author of this letter, Tara Lambert, uh, and the letter was addressed to uh, Warwick Planning Board, uh, she's tearing it apart, and she's calling this commercial takeover and uh, increasing the footprint of the building, which uh, none of that was ever mentioned. We know uh, Ms. Lambert uh, likes to embellish things and uh, known to be caught in many lies.
2: Embellishing is one thing, but lying uh, is another. And um, perhaps calling this a commercial development or commercial expansion is just an embellishment. But, you know, again, this is another individual. Now, as Taylor and I often say, we hate to give some people legs. And in this case, I hate to do that uh, at all. But then again, um, this is open game. This is an individual who has actually stalked me on social media uh, mercilessly. And this is an, a letter made to the town planning board chairman and the members of the board. So therefore, this letter is also a public document. Uh, should it be redacted, I think they'd redact her uh, physical address. So I would never repeat that. But Tara Lambert says in this letter um, that the uh, we've taken out weekly ads in one of the local papers. Yes, that's a fact. Promoting expansive commercial plans for the site. Um, now, I hope we have time before uh, the next word from the sponsor, but the only plans that we've discussed in the paper were pollinator gardens to help monarch butterflies, uh, trout fishing lessons, a doggy park and playground, um, which is doesn't take up any real estate or any actual um, infrastructural footprint. It's just something you put in the yard and um having the highest biodiversity plantings in the hudson valley a locavore garden a nature she made it
1: sound like a crime almost like
2: oh wait no she may have a point we did propose and we are proposing and again we only refer to these as proposals nest boxes for birds including a purple martin box which as you know that can be the size of really you know um a milk crate or something on a pole so You know, I think she's right, and that would have multiple uh, units in that one structure.
1: Multi-unit developments? Well, yeah, it's a a bird (laughs)
2: nest box. I mean, you're talking about each box is about the size of a a small Kleenex box, you know, the cubic Kleenex boxes like uh, our grandmothers had. And um, so if it's got 10 of those, I guess maybe that adds the extra number. She's, Maybe Mr. Coluccio was your, taking into account those
1: boxes. Jay, I don't rooms. think you should give her, Ms. Lambert, any ideas, because she's now she's gonna call for the multi-unit uh, zoning change. Because yes. uh, that, that's uh, she's gonna call for the zoning to be changed, and this is a multi-unit uh, developments coming up. So we're talking about bird boxes.
2: Yeah, and I, I think this being the case, Maybe she should call the building inspector on local 4-H groups and Girl Scout troops who also erect bird boxes, because <laughs> I,
1: I, I do see a crime at large here. She, uh, she does have a history. She, uh, even though letter, it, it, it has all the uh, appropriate attributes of a well-written letter, date, reference, uh, to whom it may concern, uh, signature, and, and so forth, you, uh, you, you should consider the source uh first to begin with wh- from whom it's coming from this is the very same tara lambert that uh, resides right next door to the project the very same person that has been involved and questioned by the police for the trespassing attempts and harboring those staging those attempts on her property this is the very same time tara-, tara lambert that actually um a little sh- a while ago claimed and put it in writing that uh, today Stephen Kira stated on WTBQ and then she goes into whatever nonsense that, uh, you know, she created in her head and then she calls her supporters to take the time to express to Mr. Sweeten your opinion of Stephen Kieran and his proposed hotel via email and telephone number, following up with the, with the emails, telephone numbers, and even extensions. Now, what we did, uh, I believe we, uh, because... Anything that's stated on a program, uh, I'd like uh, people to understand it is recorded. You cannot take uh, what out of the song or out of the program. Uh, It can be transcripted. And, and it's also all, <clears throat> sorry, it's it's also all cataloged
2: and kept on uh, pulpitrock.com. Correct. And so anyone can listen to past programs there. So
1: following uh, Miss Lambert's statement, I issued uh, my own and said, if anybody, her including, can come up with the proof that those statements were said or made, I will deed the rock. I will give her uh, the property so she uh, can, you know, uh, that was a while ago we yeah and the heard... response to that was crickets <laughs> we haven't heard since
2: and not the cricket frogs that they that she and uh you know some of the other people in their group suggested that uh, i or other people release on the site to try to thwart your development that was the first i ever heard of it when uh tara lambert had sent me a facebook friend request and you know certainly suggested to me that she's divorced wink wink i mean this is the way these people operate it's sad you know I'm sorry to bring that up on the air but this I think people need to realize that this is what your opposition is down to people who refer to things like bird boxes and thistle gardens locavore gardens as commercial developments in fact the exact verbiage that Tara Lambert used in this letter to the Planning Board She says I am writing to request that should the applicant move forward with the current proposal that consideration be given by the board to the applicants recent public communications that means the ads in the newspaper of intentions to exploit the site for as much commercial development as can be accommodated because clearly that doggy park. And trout fishing lessons and seasonal ice rink in the parking lot. That's severe commercial exploitation. And I, I don't Steven, know. Steven, <laughs> you scumbag. I mean, how now, dare you put bird
1: boxes up? What's what's bad? Uh, how can you paint? Uh, what's bad into trying to bring something to Warwick that Warwick currently lacking, that we don't have and as a community would like to enjoy? Something our kids would like to enjoy, something uh, that is not difficult to implement. Maybe uh, she's thinking, maybe we'd don't have it because uh, she thinks it requires a lot of engineering, a lot of permits, certainly meetings and, and, and so forth. But uh, for God's sake, it, it's uh, we're trying to improve what's currently there without uh, in affecting or ruining it in any way. Yeah, I mean, again, your infrastructural footprint takes up
2: approximately a third of the site, probably slightly more than a third, certainly less than half. The rest of that acreage, <laughs> we're doing things to improve and even the hotel itself you know we, we intend to use sustainable water and energy systems we took out ads to that effect talking about the water collection cisterns that we'll use for watering the native plant gardens and the locavore gardens for salads and stuff that we're growing i mean if anyone else if one of her cohort had suggested these things for a different project, she'd be lauding them and saying, This is wonderful. Gosh, I, th- I love this. I stuff. think
1: it, it is very, very personal. She does have a history. It's almost like the case of an over-obsessed groupie, uh, it, but it's almost uh, on the borderline clinical. I think, uh, you know, the, this is uh, kind of troubling a little bit. This is the very same person that uh, put up outside of her lawn, whether I'm running for the public office, whether I'm building a hotel, whether I'm whatever. If I'm jogging down the street, she has a problem with that. Uh, it's, uh, it, I think it's uh, getting very personal and- uh, oh, It's been it.
2: personal from minute one. I mean, this is not, you know, I just feel badly talking about this or talking about this <clears throat> person on the air because, you know, it's, I, I just think there, there are other things we could discuss, but this person's writing these letters to the planning board, and I think after a quick word from the folks who make it possible-
1: we We'll come know. back and discuss more.
2: Sam's Meat Warehouse has been supplying restaurants and shops with the highest quality local and sustainably sourced prime and choice wholesale meat, steaks, poultry, seafood, and much more for over 20 years. Whether you're a small family butcher shop or a busy steakhouse, expect A1 service and the finest products available. Call Sam's at 845-651-MEAT or visit the store right off Route 17A in Florida, New York for the highest quality products at unbeatable prices. Hi, this is John Stein, host of the Hootenanny Cafe, inviting you to join me every Sunday 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here, 93.5 FM or WTBQ.com for
0: the best in folk music anywhere. Hi, this is Dr. Pierre-Louis, a clinical
1: psychologist. I will take your calls and I will answer all your personal and business relationship questions, helping you create a life healthy in mind, body, and spirit every Friday at 11 a.m.
3: WTBQ weather. For the first spring weekend, we have really nice weather, and the great conditions will continue into early next week. This afternoon, plenty of sun in the low and mid 50s. Tonight, clear, still cold though, 25 to 30. Sunday, another bright, sunny day, 55 to 60. Continued dry with sunshine on Monday, again near 60. From the WTBQ Weather Center, I'm WeatherWorks Meteorologist John Leo. I'll ask you.
2: And we're back with Free Speech. This is Jay Westerveld, a guest of Stephen Keeter on his weekly show. And, you know, the, the show started primarily because Mr. Keter has this really fun hotel project for Warwick, New York. And we're trying to make it something unlike anything that's ever been really developed anywhere in hospitality where it's such an uber-green ecotourist site that um, will actually improve the habitat value of the uh, surrounding area and bring in, re- you know, really interesting people who are visiting Warwick to really enjoy the nature. And we've been talking about um, a person who lives adjacent to this site who's, you know, NIMBY, not in my backyard, uh, just opposed to it no matter what, no matter what we suggest. Uh, her name is Tara Lambert. She's just recently written a letter to the planning board actually filled with falsehoods, or at least very strange assessments of our uh, green initiatives. And, um, you know, our phone lines are open. If Miss Lambert or any of her cohort would like to call us at 845-651-1110, tell us where we're falling short, where I'm falling short with these ideas, but more importantly, preface with telling me what you have done to help the environment, what you have done directly directly what actions you've taken. Steven, I think you were talking about possibly doing a trivia. On, uh, absolutely.
1: That become a good tradition on Free Speech Show. I would like to maybe come up with the so we can uh, get people involved. Uh, everybody's listening. It's, it's a fun program. So uh, why it seems like anything that we try to introduce, all those uh, echo integration features seems to be viewed by some. It's certainly a minority uh, as a, not a good thing to do. So let's say, um, ah, I know where you're going with this. If you're applying for a building permit for a bird box. Yeah, bird box. If you're applying for a building permit for a bird box, which uh, entity or or board should you uh, send your application to? Okay, so I guess we'll have four responses. Let's say planning board, Mm -hmm. uh,
2: building department, um, department of environmental conservation, we need a, a fourth one or oh, a
1: psychiatric ward
2: psychiatric ward well, there's an interesting <laughs> because, one. Uh,
1: you're certainly going to according to Tyler Lambert, you, you certainly do need a permit for to put up a birth boxes you ser- well, it certainly has to go in front of uh, some kind of uh, board for resolution so which board do you send it to do you send it to board of education to planning board to building department or to psychiatric ward what about none of the above and you just put it up because it's nice for nature is that here we go principle? none of the above yeah. uh, yep okay. Yeah, okay so here's your multiple choices the number to the studio is 6511110 and here's the chance to win $50 gift certificate to our sponsor Sam's Meat Warehouse
2: you know one of the things that uh we came up with Steven uh one of which I'm especially proud is i say it on almost every show the pedal to paddle whereby we have a canoe rack uh for hotel guests and for warwick residents only exactly uh, that's lockable, and because it's a private site, you know the hotel. We can decide well only Warwick residents can 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 use it. You know, not people from adjoining towns. And it's a place where people can lock their canoe, and they can. There will also be a bicycle uh, storage area where it's just a, an outdoor rack with no roof where they can lock their lock their bicycle. Bicycle to the site. Lock your bicycle up. Unlock your canoe. Go paddle. Come back. Lock your canoe back up jump on the bicycle carbon neutral day we've done some really nice physical uh things to miss tara lambert's point yes that does involve some degree of structure a rack for canoes and kayaks a rack for bicycles to lock to without even a roof and these would both be temporary structures it's
1: not a permanent structure that's exactly that it's not difference. even a
2: structure technically and it, you know it doesn't have to be right on top of the stream and nor would it be but this per that is the nearest thing we could have to something that could be called a you know a commercial development or a, you know a structure but this person is deluded i mean this is the level to which they've sunk that even when we're promoting ecotourism and ways to connect people especially kids to the environment more this is being not only criticized but it's attacked been it, it's been attacked openly. attacked and she's trying to call in the town's planning board who i'm sure are ready to take up arms i'm sure they're furious at the idea of us planting gardens for butterflies and um it, it's just well it, if this she, is the level I, I don't mean to interrupt you stephen but that to operate at this level you're not an activist i mean a person like that is just a lunatic that's horrific, and again, if any of her friends or cohort had made the same suggestions for any other site, she would start a Facebook page for each one. The first thing all of these people should do that would be a is get off of, <laughs> first leave Facebook. They start fake profiles, they make fake profiles for me, for other people that, you know, alleged to be me, alleged to be other people. And all they do is attack people. None of them ever sits down and tries to communicate. There's no substantiation, no communication.
1: And this is the reason this letter has been posted to a Facebook Facebook page, uh, Greenbelt Preservation Society, which Tara Lambert apparently is the administrator currently. And, but this is what it says. For somebody who doesn't know the details, for somebody who, who is not uh, well-versed in what's happening and, and the details of the project, this is what somebody would read. This applicant, that's me, has intentions, which I don't, to increase <laughs> the building footprint. What is, Tara Lambert, please tell us, where did you get this? It's all public. Ju- that's just a lie. It I is. Mean, let's, let's
2: be honest. Here it is in black and white. Tara Lambert's a liar. And this really applies to your your opposition at large. I haven't seen a lot of honesty come from any of them
1: at all. And it's a proven fact. It's uh, lied uh, before, lied again, and, and once again. But see, they're wrapping it up in, in in a somewhat fancy wrapper. So it's a it's a formal letter, uh, which apparently she's very proud of, uh, displaying it so proudly on a Facebook and uh, getting copies to everybody. So. Um, It's, uh, once again, I I think I'm guilty of all those things that she's trying to pin on me, trying to increase the uh, ecodiversity, trying to bring the the, the most diverse garden in the state of New York, and trying to bring this to a community that we all love.
2: Yeah, and this is is just really what it comes down to. It's interesting that this um, candidate for town office, not the village, but the greater town which encircles the village, has attached himself we're talking about to this. now yeah, yeah. delucio or uh, again i'm not trying to be funny i, no, no, and it, I apologize it, it's I'm a difficult name to pronounce
1: i got my name uh mixed up all the time so it's uh, i'm trying to draw the best parallel and like i said uh, to me it sounds like Galucio.
2: yeah i didn't see it in print so i mean this is you know again i've never heard of the guy but he's been here for like five or six years uh <clears throat> excavated some pristine land built a home and apparently he didn't run into any of these problems when he was building his home. Um, but he come, you know, comes from another part of the country, another part of the state, in fact, and um, wants to tell people in Warwick how to live their lives, wants to tell uh, Supervisor Sweeten um, you know, where he's falling short. And I just don't get it. And again, his basic problem with the town board is that its composition is just one political party. I'm not crazy about that idea I'm sure you're not either, Stephen, coming from a, a formerly communist country, uh, and I lived in a nearby communist country when it was still socialist. But again, that's the will of the people. These aren't appointments, you know, by some leader named Kim. I yeah, mean-
1: they, Yeah, here's the difference between uh, Kim and uh, Soviet Union. We only had one political party. One choice. Uh, one choice. Now here's a multiple choices. So people voting consistently just proves that uh, people doing something right i know uh, there's a, also th- it's sort of a, as a, like small town politics and a political game to some uh, people to once again to uh, christine stage who is backing up uh, behind the campaign of cory bachman and now greg kalukio uh, at, at the same time it seems like these people are not interested in uh, you know n- Making things better for for residents to live, it's only sort of like ticking off the box, we got another seat.
2: Yeah, it's really strange, and I I don't understand why this uh, stage person feels that she has to be some sort of grand manipulator. Why doesn't she just run for office? Am am I missing something? I I, I don't understand these people. I really don't understand small-town politics. I don't want to. I say it a lot on your show. After even discussing it, I feel like I need to take a shower. These people are a little skanky in a lot of ways to me. I just don't like hearing about them. I don't like talking about them. If that's uh, Miss Stage's personal hell, fine. But she really shouldn't, you know, put it over other people by running these stuffed shirts uh, in local politics. That's why towns like this have trouble. You know what the real illustration is? Of the problems here? These people are listening. We know that Tara Lambert listens to every show. They're not calling in. They can't discuss anything in a public forum. When uh, Corey Bachman was running for Village Board, the gentleman who Christine Stage or whomever, uh, you know, he'd been living here for two or three years and they said, oh, you'd be a fine political candidate to run the village. When he refused to do uh, one of the debates because he didn't have the choice of who was moderating it, this is how these people are. This is why they love um, platforms like Facebook and some other social media platforms, but Facebook they love because they can create fake faces. They can, and this is what they live on. Just like this person, Tara Lambert, who presented this lie-filled letter to the planning board, you know, a real public agency, she immediately shared it on Facebook. Who does that? Like,
1: that's bizarre. Well, that's the only way, because in a Facebook, uh, what uh, that, uh, you know, there's no accountability. You cannot uh, be held responsible for any kind of statement, any kind of statement. And that, that, I believe, creates the atmosphere of that. You can do whatever you want. You can say whatever you want and get away with it. So uh, I also... Uh, take that silence of the phone lines in the studio. That uh, there's really nothing we can be proud of. I think a lot of people are listening, and if uh, you're a village resident and you, other than uh, you know, ever in, <coughs> in Texas, you can uh, you you believe we can show something for it for the past 20 years of leadership. Please give us a call. Uh, please let us know what is that achievement that I'm still trying to figure out that we can be proud of. Stephen, one more time in her
2: letter to the planning board, uh, Tara Lambert um s- says that the project's applicant you mm-hmm. have taken out weekly ads in one of the local papers promoting expansive commercial plans for the site beyond the proposal currently in front of the planning board here's everything we've listed both the things that were in the paper and weren't is it okay if i read them absolutely take yes long, please right? do uh sustainable water and energy systems Pollinator gardens, including uh, monarch milkweed plots to help monarch butterfly populations. Thistle gardens for our native finches. Uh, They really do need more thistles, uh, which are specific uh, flower that they they really require. Removal of invasive plants that have been eroding the rock. And uh, we've already started on that pretty successfully. Replanting with native species. Uh, The Wei Creek uh, Kayak and Canoe Launch, bird nest boxes. And there are others, but it sounds like we've got a caller. Caller, uh, where are you calling from? What's your name? And you can just say your first name if you like. This is Margaret from Warwick. Hi, Margaret. How are you?
0: Fine, thank you. I uh, just wanted to say that I think it's very sad that somebody could tell a lie and get away with it on the radio.
2: Well, yeah, they get away with it on the radio, TV, and all over social media every day. Uh, in a lot of cases, we just call them politicians. But when it's your neighbor next door, it's a little more painful. This is what these people dwell in, Margaret. And I just, I'd like to really uh, thank you for sharing
1: that. <clears throat> Margaret, are you calling from Warwick, you said, right? Yes. So you, uh, I'm assuming you're a fellow Warwickian. What, do you, what, what are your take on uh, hotel and uh, people that are trying to I put think it It's down? a
0: marvelous uh, 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 project. And I think it's really great that you're doing it so uh, naturally, you know, uh, watching all the, the things that could be good. And um, it's, it sounds like it's just fantastic.
2: Thank you, Margaret. What, uh, where are we falling short? If, if in some way I'm missing something, uh, one of my ideas is wrong, or Mr. Keeter, he's got something wrong with this plan, what would you say it is?
0: I don't have any uh, comment on that right now. I listen to your show almost every weekend, and um, I call in anytime I think there's something wrong or, you know, something right so far. I, I love it.
1: Thank you. Uh, well, Margaret, we're going to give you a chance to also participate in today's trivia, <laughs> and you, uh, you're familiar with the bird box, right? That's uh,
3: Yes. The the <laughs> <box>. yeah, sure.
1: <laughs> it's a house for the birds. So, uh in constructing uh, such a house for the birds where one should uh, submit an application for approval and uh, here's the the choices whether the uh, planning board building department school board uh, psychiatric ward or none of the above what do you think
0: i i think it's none of the above
1: i think we have a winner Go ahead. margaret congratulations we have a winner and thank you so much for listening and for calling thank you and you just want a certificate to send me to our house
0: Thank you. Thank you
1: so much. Thank you, Margaret.
2: You know, the other things, uh, bird nest boxes, There are a few more of the things that uh, we suggested. Meditation and yoga garden at the base of Pulpit Rock. Locavore picnics and foraging hikes where we talk also
1: about- Also bad, according to Tara Lambert?
2: not only bad, but these are this is commercial expansion. Ah. This, this is horrible, Stephen, you bad person. We intend to have the highest biodiversity of plantings in the Hudson Valley, possibly in the state, which is actually very doable. An interpretive nature trail, an indigenous people's cultural center and powwow site. Now again, the cultural center would be primarily within the main lodge of the hotel, I presume. And the powwow site would be outside, and we'd we had discussed this, and even reached out to the Turtle Clan of the Lenape Indian Tribe uh, prior to, um, you know, even starting these ads. And Stephen, I think uh, after a quick word from the sponsors, we'll talk more.
1: Yep.
3: Meat Warehouse is a butcher with old time family values. Remember back in the day when people knew their butcher by name and visiting them was a social experience? They would talk to customers about how to cook a piece of meat to perfection. Sam's combines old world methods with modern techniques. Call your favorite butcher, Sam's, at 845 651 MEAT or visit the store right off 17A in Florida, New York for the highest quality products at unbeatable prices.
1: This is Rocket Richie, the play-by-play guy. And this is Ryan Gosker, color commentator, reminding you the only place you can listen live to Warwick Wildcats football is right here
3: on WTBQ. Brought to you by The Breezy and by St. Anthony Community Hospital. Hi, this is Michael Newhart, mayor of the Village of Warwick, inviting you to tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. to Village Life and learn about the village happenings. Call and share your ideas, comments, and suggestions, and be part of the show with me and Mary Kalora.
2: WGHT Pompton Lakes.
1: Your community radio station since
3: 1969.
2: W-T-M-A-Q. Warwick Florida. And we're back with free speech. This is Jay Westerveld on Stephen Keter's show. And we're talking about, who? Oh boy, we're talking about a brand new uh, candidate for local office in the town board. We're talking about a, a person who's been the sort of stalker of the project, who's against it no matter what it brings, uh, who's recently written a letter to the town planning board that she immediately posted to Facebook with presumably grand pride. And we're talking about the actual things that we intend to do at this site that this person is referring to as being expansive commercial development. The last one I mentioned before the break was the indigenous people's cultural center and powwow site, which I think will be wonderful. Local history center that features local artists and artisans, and that again would be inside the inside existing the hotel building. building. It doesn't
1: mean the center is the freestanding building. It is, uh, we're using hotel as a vehicle to promote those. Uh, yeah. Uh, aspects per- of local history pervious parking surfaces well that's
2: part of the plan is to have parking mm-hmm. for the hotel they will be pervious doggy park and playground that's just part of the outside area but it will be fenced in with separation for big and little dogs um at trout fishing lessons and stocking trout in the way we creek how is that bad to stock native brook trout there in what's an, an historic trout stream it's amazing that this person is calling these um expansive commercial developments jumping back to the meditation and yoga garden at pulpit rock space that requires no structure maybe one small platform maybe not
1: we'd also like to have concerts on the lawn there they had during the COVID. they had the same uh, kind of yoga uh, practices in uh, on the church grounds in the park right across from uh, village hall i would like uh, to see if they pulled any permits for that
3: yeah
2: i mean that's that's a great point you know and that's uh technically
1: you know they, well, obviously those were not required i'm joking
2: but. i know you're joking <laughs> that's my point you know one of the things we'd love to see is actually you know imagine having just a music
1: on the lawn at the pulpit rock oh, that's site. another one that's a new one that hasn't made into print yeah yet. we didn't you, put that yeah you, you blubbered it out so to speak my but, bad uh, let uh, well maybe that gives something for taro Lambert to chew on uh, and Oh yeah just please let us know shred how- and tell us how bad it is to have a music on a lawn
2: yeah, that's gonna be a terrible commercial development. I mean, imagine even just a weekly jazz series there or, you know, ambient music, something quiet, respectful that stops early. I'd love to see uh, Native American musicians there, especially uh, representing various different um, tribes and regions, that, is, that would we be so give it fun.
1: Th- some thought in uh, the program that runs uh, before us uh, with Tom Loveless. Oh uh, yeah. Loveless Music it is a great source to bring a new or a well regarded and known artist to a venue like Paul Petrokin.
2: So I I like it if this person who um, technically out in print is a liar, Tara Lambert, if this person would please just call us, 845-651-1110. And tell us what our most recent uh, proposed idea of music on the lawn, tell us how that's an expansive commercial development and how that- Well,
1: any one of the before, uh, the, the ones that were made into print and uh, for uh, public review, we got nothing but a great uh, response to it. A lot of people are calling and thanking for even considering putting something uh, like that for improvement of the current improvement of the site and its ecology.
2: Yeah, I mean, it- um, second paragraph down in this person's letter to the Warwick Planning Board, she says the project's applicant has recently advertised the intent to develop additional amenities on the site beyond the hotel, including a kayak canoe rental and launch. We didn't say it's a rental, it's a place where people keep their own canoes and launch them. And I'm sorry if that is somehow an issue within a regulated area. Well. <clears throat> That's interesting that that stream is regulated, you know, like most streams of that class. Where was the public outcry when last year and two years ago, a group of Warwickians with full support of the village of Warwick uh, dredged by hand sections of the Wayweanda between the village of Warwick and Wickham Lake just so that they could make it easier to kayak. Now I've kayaked that since I was a kid, as have most of my friends, and we learn you play it as it lies. You know, if there's a feature that's in your way, you paddle around it or you pull your boat out and portage over land and get around it. But they had to go in and clear things in a very ecologically sensitive stream. I checked, I saw no evidence of any permits being applied for region three DC permits, big deal. Okay, so they screwed up a stream. It doesn't, at the end of the day, it's not the end of the world. Where was the outcry against that? But meanwhile, the idea of us putting a temporary canoe rack near this stream,
1: somehow to this person is an expansive development and this is why i think uh, it's very telling Uh, it apparently doesn't bother miss lambert that dredging of the stream it doesn't bother her that orange and rockland has a proposed uh, development right next to it uh, and that's going to be a substation and that apparently doesn't bother her or the cohort of her supporters but she's greatly bothered by something environmentally friendly ecologically uh, improving and integrating features that we're proposing that, uh, frankly, would benefit not uh, only the hotel, but the community in whole. And so in that same sentence where
2: she derides the idea that the uh, kayak canoe, she calls it rental and launch within a regulated area, a wildlife observatory, well, that's what we intend to do with hallways to have big, beautiful picture windows as shown in our, our photos uh, that we proposed that were in the ad in the newspaper with seats, with binoculars on you know, little uh, cables so people don't walk away with them, with bird field guides so that people can watch birds and wildlife right from the hotel. She sees this as an expansive commercial development. The skating rink, which again is extremely temporary, and it can be done in a parking lot, as we've discussed uh, ad nauseum, she considers that a commercial development. She goes on to say, while these amenities may sound like positive additions, yeah, Tara, actually they do. This has led to increased concerns by area residents that whatever the planning board might be inclined to approve regarding the proposed pulpit rock Inn project, the, this applicant has intentions, with or without further planning board or ZBA approval, to increase the building See, footprint. That and, and presence of commercial activity at the site, that's a lie. It is. She uh, knows I ne- it. I
1: never met Sarah, uh, Tara Lambert in person. Uh, she... Nor did I. She cannot know my intentions. I certainly never uh, expressed it to that extent. I never said that it's going to be uh, developed to beyond what's currently proposed. And those features, this is not a commercial development. I think it's a current site improvements. Yeah. And if anyone, please, we're pretty open here. Give us a
2: call if they're not, if you don't see those as improvements in any way. Uh, we'll we, consider it. Yeah, it's private property. We're still
1: uh, sort of uh, in front of the drawing board. We, we're considering how to improve it. If you don't see, but you see, I, I got such a great response. People personally came up to me, approached me, oh. and thanked me for uh, even considering uh, implementing something that we have done. It. We're spending a lot of money. We're spending a lot of times. None of those ads are free. Uh, that's involved a lot of uh, professional work and uh, those has to be properly implemented, even though it seems simple enough, just like populating stream. Uh, Jay, I know it requires the uh, appropriate uh, DEC permits, licenses which you uh, possess, and and the know-how. Yes, Anybody can write a poisonous letter, and especially anybody can put it on a Facebook, but it takes a lot of work to make things happen and to make things better.
2: Bottom line, this person attacks me personally all over social media. Um, it looks like we have a caller. Caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? And if you'd prefer, you can just say your first name.
0: Hi, it's uh, Rini. I'm calling from Warwick.
2: I'm sorry, what's your name, miss?
0: Rene. Hi, Hold Rene. On How second. are you? I'm okay. How are you?
2: Good. Thank I was, you, Rene. I
0: was, good. I was just curious. You're planning on adding these things like the dog run and the kayak thing and in the winter ice skating. Are you, is there going to be a charge to use these things?
2: No, not for town residents.
0: It's free to hotel
2: guests and then town residents with the appropriate permit, you know, once we see that they're town residents, they can use them, no charge.
0: Okay, now I'm just curious because you know that old saying, if you build it, they will come, especially when it's for free. Uh, Just how much parking is going to be available between the hotel guests and all these people that will want to come to do these things?
2: Well, being that these are town... yes good question being that these are town residents uh i would think that parking isn't going to be a huge issue i i don't know that that many people are going to really overburden the existing parking lot for hotel guests just by coming to use these amenities
1: it certainly had to be regulated we have a very good example uh Mahon mountain house in fact allows uh, on uh daily passes on their grounds for people to enjoy the lake the uh, you know like the rock climbing, the trails, uh, and so forth. And uh, th- this is has very limited capacity, just like any other, uh, let's say, ski slopes, even Mount Peter. So certain limited number, it's not like free for all, certain limited number of uh, lucky residents who scheduled in advance, who booked, uh, so to speak, access, is going to be allowed uh, on it. So this is how it's going to get regulated. So with ah, that, okay. with that said, uh you know we'll just like we have a chance to win uh prizes on uh our show you cannot uh, win outside 30 days so i think it would be fair if people take turn and uh
2: it, you know it's a great question and it's an excellent concern and it's a concern that we both share i know steven does i definitely share that concern and that's one of the reasons that the main thing that we're proposing the pedal to paddle involves a bicycle rack so that people bicycle to the site and lock their bicycles up there and then unlock their canoes to go use in the beautiful way creek we share your concern and that's why we built that into that that plan as far as ice skating that would be a time of the year when you know there would probably be fewer people using the hotel typically and i think being that mr keeter also proposes the stage uh, coach which is you know going to be yeah, probably a pioneer, like pioneer
1: coach we would like to uh, build on the uh, success of pioneer uh, transportation but pioneer coach that uh, red swan in introduced in 1900s so that i, I believe uh, can actually be very safely implemented
2: thanks uh, very much for the call and the concerns which we honestly do share and thanks for being open about it
1: but proximity of the hotel to the village actually will allow walking distance. And I think that's one of the, uh, you know, you have to be self sort of like conscious about your uh, carbon footprint. And we expect people to behave accordingly. And uh, like I said, it's not uh, free for all. It uh, has certain limited capacity, just, just like any other activity or even a restaurant. Uh, you know, you have how many seats. So that's going to be cut off uh, with a certain number of uh, participants.
2: Yeah, it was a good good concern. We still have
1: we still have time, uh, I believe. Uh, so we can. Uh, uh, is there anything else uh, that uh, maybe Tara Lambert didn't have a chance to shred uh, and turn into like a no, bad thing to happen? Because jazz, uh, you know, uh, evenings of jazz on the lawn. It seems like going to be another letter to planning board. I believe so.
3: Sure. And, uh, you know,
2: and that's understandable. If somebody has a noise concern, I get it, you know? And so there would have to be a restriction as far as how late it would go, the actual decibels. Um, and, and that would all work out. And again, this can all be done right off the bat where, um, right from the initial planning, it ends early we'd absolutely
1: make sure that it's very, very low well, it's on an, volume level. It's in the benefit of the, uh, you know, administration of the hotel to make sure that the guests are comfortable and, uh, you know, it should not uh, interfere with main operation, so to speak. So, uh, well, here we go, folks. we uh, probably looking forward to hear maybe more from you or even our position on uh, something that we're doing. Let us know whether we, uh, if we're falling short, uh, please uh, share your concerns. Please share your suggestions. And uh, if you're if you're on social media at all, please go to the Facebook uh, page that
2: these people have. Uh, Greenbelt Preservation Society, I think, is what they call it this week. And stay tuned for them talking about us doing skeet shooting with live puppies or something. You know, I, I expect <laughs> anything from them. Thank you.
1: Till next week. Thank you.